Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing Mr. I used to like mushrooms, Charity. Oh, it's true. He did used to like mushrooms. Hi, everybody. Adam. <laughs> Adam playing Mr. What the hell do I do with the massive plant thing? Burbage Kemp. <laughs> Hi. Lena playing Mrs. I want to electrocute something. Stormbringer. I do want to electrocute something. And Jay playing Mr. I hear voices. Shh. No, you do. Yes, I do. I know. Shh. You don't know me. <laughs> Get out of my head. Uh, fun, fun. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have one more person joining us a bit later. Ooh, secrets, secrets, secrets. Um, but I will introduce her when uh, the time is right. So let's begin tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Yay. Right. Super smooth transition. <laughs> All right. Uh, previously on Goats and Dragons, the party went shopping and thieving as the group explored Arcana Alley within Federo. They discovered many items with magical powers. Some of them, like a particular sword were beyond what the party needed at the moment. However, this one sword seemed to speak to Vimeris and urge him to steal him and then to attack his friends, promising, of course, vengeance all along. Luckily, he was able to withstand the sword's willpower and, with the help of his new family, was able to toss the cursed thing into the ocean. The group then set out to gather more information on the Poisoner, and they were pointed to a halfling fellow, Amos Love, who knows everything, but is willing to feed his gambling habit with information. Luckily, Burbage won a few games of halflings and giants, while Charity kept buying drinks for him, and the little man gave up some valuable information on Bartleby Waxword the person Charity went to see for healing just a few days before. The group rushed to Waxwords and snuck into his place completely silently while he was making a deal with some creatures from the pit in his basement. They seemed to be buying slaves. 
When the group confronted them, uh, most everyone fled. But Bartleby had other ideas. A massive battle ensued between Bartleby, his plant pet, and the party. Uh, Both Charity and Burbage came very, very close to death. Luckily, everyone lived through a surprisingly gruesome battle. Now, the party has discovered Waxword's plans. He has been slowly poisoning the poor to make it look like they've died. He's then been selling these people to Naogi, some lizard, snake, spider-like creatures that live under his basement. He doesn't know exactly what the Naogi are doing with the people from the town, but their slave control mechanism seems to be quite good. No one has ever returned from this hole in the ground. You learn a bit more about uh, certain poisons also from his notes. Vamaris and Charity specifically are now able to concoct some anti-venom from some of the plants that grow in the desert using their herbalism kits. Shockingly, Waxford has been keeping notes on the secret slave trade of Federo. Uh, a couple names have sounded familiar. Foley seems to be a strong man forcing sailors into capturing people at sea and selling them as slaves. Milo, for certain, was among these. But also Meepus seems to have been uh, one of these individuals involved as well. Though it appears he hasn't uh, had a shipment for a long time. The, the notes also speak of someone called The Stranger, who has been poking around trying to find more information on him in the slave trade. For what purpose, that seems unclear, even to Waxwords. Also, disturbingly, someone has been coercing or paying off the acolytes and the windmasters around the docks. Slavers have not been an issue um, with them, have not had issue with them at all. So to clean up, you had summoned the uh, town guards um, who have not only paid you for killing and and the evidence of the poisoner, but have also paid a bit of bonus for each of the freed members uh, of society, most of whom were from the Sandkeep or the River Slums areas, one of which was a young girl uh, whom Charity had pronounced dead from the poisoner merely two weeks earlier. The guards made a big show of having killed the poisoner. Um, They put it in the town crier's notes. However, you've been swept under the rug just a little bit. Uh, And while your name is not being flashed in front of everyone necessarily, there are many in town that know that it was you who acted specifically against the poisoners. This did allow Stormbringer and Burbage enough time, however, while the guards were cleaning everything up to excavate the magical box from underneath the basement stones. You have taken that box with you and returned to the Winking Mast, needing a good night's rest. And in the morning, you will wrap up whatever you need in town, buy supplies, which most of you have already done. Uh, And later on today, please check in with Tellywood Tyne, the caravan master heading to Bavalia, That is, if you still wish to continue on that path. So now, after a long rest, after a bit of shopping in the morning, you've awakened. You find yourself at the Winking Mast once again. 
a strange box before you. What would you like to do? Um, Charity sort of, as, you know, everyone wakes up, is looking and going, um, so I understand why we took the magical box, but the last time that I got a box from Waxford, it ended up with mushrooms. Do you want me to smash it first to make sure there's no poison in it? No, 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 (laughs) no. Like, looks visibly alarmed. <laughs> no, 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 that's on this. No, 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 no. What do you suppose this is, not? I recall that my detect magic said that it was evocation magic, which is the hurting type. Probably not a good idea to smash it. Might but just... if I hurt it first, then it can't hurt us. Normally, I might applaud that logic, but a fireball spell doesn't really care about an axe blade. Well, is there any way that we can dispel it? I don't know that we need dispel it. It could be a useful tool. Uh, Perhaps perhaps I can investigate it further and try to learn more about it. Um, Here, just just, just a moment. And... uh, I'll cast Detect Magic, and then um, try to examine the box and understand maybe what magic is in it, or uh, how it's activated. Sure, excellent. Um, Give me an Arcana check then as well. Okay. Along with your Detect Magic. Right, um... It seems to be a small puzzle-like box um, where if you sort of push in on certain sides, you'll be able to open it. Uh, Though the box itself does not seem magical, its contents are. And that's about all you can tell from that. Oh, Charity, does it rattle? (laughs) Shake Uh, it. Do you shake it? Uh, Look, Charity, just shake it. You can't let uh, fear Hold it up next life. to your ear and shake it. No! <laughs> no! I'll uh, do it. No! Do it. <laughs> Charity. No. I'm just going to sort of rattle it very gently. Very gently. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a bit of a jingle to it inside. Oh. Uh, huh. Um. And that's why we shake things. <laughs> Thank you, Vimeris. Uh I'm going to just uh uh Hey Burbage, uh, I, I, I'm point uh see it seems to be a puzzle box, so if you press here and here, I think it should disengage and open. As the most dexterous of us, perhaps you want to take the shot at that because you have probably the lowest chance of activating any traps. Also, uh, I'm just going to reach out and sort of put my hand on your shoulder. Y- you might need this resistance. Yeah, yeah, alright. Step aside, step aside. Uh, as wow. you say oh, that, yeah. Charity is like out the door. Maris <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, brushes up next to Burbage and he uh... wow, I tried to do it. Hold on. 
He's gonna oh. give you Enhanced bears. Ability. Should I give him bears endurance, or what? What do you think would help the most? The dexterity. Uh, it's whatever you think. I, I, I would. I, I would. Yeah. This is meta. A bit of meta, yeah. But uh, the dexterity would help him, like, dodge something that's going to happen. If you're pretty sure it's, like, poison that you're worried about, constitution would be the best. And also, constitution gives him bonus HP. Well, it is from the poisoner, so constitution it is. Okay. Burbage, you've never felt so good. Nice. (laughs) Nice. All right, so uh, I've just got to put one finger on here and then another finger over here. And, yeah, give me uh, a toast to uh, see if you can get the puzzle. Okay. Oh, you're, you're having a hard time figuring it out. Uh, if you show it to someone else, they might be able to help you just a little. Vamaris, can you take a look at this? Uh, okay. And he fumbles around with it a little bit. He's yeah, give me never seen an anything like check. before. Yeah. An intelligence check, okay. Please, yes. Oh man, yeah, you you can't figure it out. Both of you now have got it. You can push in on this little thing, and then there's a small little loop that needs to either like come out somehow, or you have to push it from from the back. You hear? Give it to me. (laughs) Uh, And Charity's reaching out a hand for it, sort of wincing. All right, are you sure about this, Charity? No. All well, right, you, can even, you can even like look to see how it's unlocked with your intelligence check and then give it back for someone to open if you want. Well, I was also going to I was going to ask do do I feel like the mechanisms on this are fundamentally similar to the box that he had sent me before? Um, perhaps. Yeah. So you're going to get advantage okay. with this intelligence check and just straight intelligence. Yes. Oops, did not click the advantage button. <laughs> Oh, but something is different. Yeah, something it feels weird, and you can't quite make it out. <laughs> you guys want me to look at it? <laughs> these rolls. <laughs> this is great. I'm not intelligent, but I am good at breaking things. So, do you want me to look at it? Um, as <laughs> can we hide it from her? As you promise not to <laughs> smash it. Look, with I your promise eyes. I will not smash it intentionally. Okay. Uh, also, a uh, quick uh, meta question, or quick question for the DM more. Yeah. Uh, do I feel that uh, guidance would help her at all? Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah. So it's a I'll, check. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll reach out and be like, well, here, perhaps this will help you. All right. So I okay, cast guidance on I you so you can add this. a D4 to your roll. Do you want to add the D4? Yeah, sure. All right, smoke it while you got it. All right, with an 18, uh, that certainly is enough. You you um, 
you actually have seen something like this when you were a child. There, it's almost a, a Goliath kind of puzzle. You need a bit of strength to push in certain things and then pull a little bit of string uh, out from different little areas. Uh, and it's all about applying pressure at the right times in the different areas of the box. Um, and so something just clicks for you uh, and you're able to hear it kind of pop open. Uh, and if you want to open it, uh, feel free. Ramirez is just kind of staring slack jawed. You guys thought dumb barbarian couldn't figure things out, but I did. <laughs> no, yeah, I was I just afraid you were going to smash it. Uh, do you want me to open it? Sure. Okay, I'll open it. <laughs> All right, you open it up. Um, there is, um, uh, it's it's completely covered in dirt. It's, it's like, just dirt, you guys. Yeah, it's just dirt, is basically. What it's just do. it's just dirt. <laughs> Full of dirt. I don't know why dirt was jingling. Uh, I'm gonna, this, yeah. this is a That's different weird. type of magic than uh, I sensed when I had the poison box, though. Yes. Okay. So I feel a little better about that. Uh, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna use my detect magic to focus on the dirt now. Do I right. see any specific object? Uh, yes, you can actually start to make out something kind of long and thin, uh, and then something sort of crumpled up, uh, on one side, underneath the dirt. Uh, I'm literally having a hard time picturing what this looks like. <laughs> um, yeah, so you have, yeah, a box that's completely filled with dirt, and then just like, some glowing magic from something that's slightly buried. I'll probably delicately reach out obviously kind of wincing as I do uh, actually and then I'm suddenly I'm going to pause with my hand almost into the dirt uh, and you should no learn learn but I'm gonna cast resistance on myself <laughs> okay and then yeah, I'm what gonna... are you reaching for uh, the clump or the long thin thing they which one was giving off this evocation magic which one is on top well actually the other thing is, do I feel like yeah. now that I can see them, I might yeah. be able to tell better what this magic is? Like if I uh, Arcana checked again? Um, yeah, give me an Arcana check. Just because something <laughs> has changed. Like now I have a form Certainly. that I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, basically, all you can make out is the evocation. But you can make out the shapes better. And actually, one of them seems to maybe be wand-ish. Um, uh, like, you, Charity is basically doing deep breathing exercises. Like, <sighs> Charity, I can just reach in if you want. It's okay. I'm not scared of dirt. Sometimes we have to face our fears. And I'm not afraid of the dirt! So what are you afraid okay. of? What, what, what do you see? Oh. What do you detect? The last time I got sent a box like this, I ended up vomiting mushrooms. That was a fun day, wasn't it, guys? Wasn't it? Remember no, that time in the dungeon where I was dying? That was fun. <laughs> no. That was kind of gross, dude. Yeah, it was. <laughs> How are you feeling, by the way? Better. <laughs> I'm assuming that Good. that's true. Yeah, you, you're you're fairly nauseous still, but uh, but I don't but feel like I have ongoing effects. Or no, you don't feel any yeah ongoing effects. 
Um, so I'm going to probably reach very gently towards the wand. Okay. Or the thing that looked like a wand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you're going to lose a hand. <laughs> I'm already freaking maimed. Um, You pull out of the dirt this long wooden uh, piece with kind of a, a silver sort of circle on the on the end of it. Um, and it does appear to be a wand. Uh, Zerp. What's it made out of? Well, uh, it's what? made out of birch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just see a die roll as I picked up yeah. the wand, and I didn't see the color for a second, so I'm like, oh, good. Oh, good. This is, this is what I wanted. Uh, uh, okay. This one's a wand. There's something else in there. I can't tell what it is, though. Sort of a... Do you want me to stick my hand in the dirt? Want is a strong word. Okay, um, I, I but, stick my hand in the dirt. <laughs> to pull out the other object. Alright, you pull out uh, almost like a necklace then from the dirt, and you sort of shake some of the dirt off of it, uh, and it appears to be a uh, like a choker necklace um, with kind of uh, small, semi-sharp uh, like rings um, around it. That Okay, just completely out of game. That sounds super uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that, that sounds like a torture device, not so much a necklace. Um, so, uh, but but like, like it's got a leather strap on the inside enough where yeah. as long as you weren't like bending your neck too much. Okay, yeah, again, this doesn't sound like a great fashion accessory. Um, Not great. Does sound mildly hot topic to me, though, so I'm going to eye Vimeris. Um, (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So now that these are out uh, and Detect Magic is still up, are they both evocation magic still? Yes. Okay, Uh, and then could I do an Arcana check to try to discern what each of them were, like individually? Uh, you can try. You're pretty sure so far you could uh, attune to one of them to to kind of get the full sense of it. Um, uh, do you mean like to one or the other of them, or do you mean like only one both. of them yeah. feels like attunement? Okay, I was they, just they making sure. Like, they feel like attunable <laughs> items, so you can either try to find a way to cast Identify. Um, you could try through an Arcana check, though it'll be difficult, and you could try... I'm going to cast Guidance on myself? Uh, and then right. I'm gonna Arcana check the wand. Okay. Hit me. And nice. You're getting you're getting a feeling of nature magic okay. with it. So fourteen total. And yeah, with a fourteen, then you could probably guess that it's probably like a wand of entangle of some sort. So I'll uh, say to Vimeris, uh, this this feels like it's natural magic, perhaps entangling magic would you like to hold on to that one for a second okay and I'll take it uh then I'm gonna and and again it's something you would have to attune to you think to be able to unlock its actual power I just yeah I I mainly just I I just thought that you could hold it and see if you got any better sense of it for a moment while I check the other one uh and I'm going to cast guidance on myself again alright and then arcana check the choker and I'm really worried about gotcha. that word <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting nervous too <laughs> uh, you're not sure what this and the d4 
sorry. So yeah, nine. you're good. With a nine, yeah, you're not sure exactly what this does. Um, it, it, yeah, it feels weird. Um, I'm going to sort of look around, kind of sadly. I don't really know what this one is. It makes me a little nervous. Um, I suspect to find out what it does, we, one of us will have to attune to it. Um, couldn't Vimeris also try looking at it? He's, he's a magic dude. I've seen him turn into things. <laughs> he kind of looks this number and you're like, what? I'll poke, I'll poke uh, Vimeris and give him guidance. Good luck, buddy. Okay. What, what, what should I, uh... Should I use Arcana? Should I use yeah, Nature? You can roll Arcana or yeah, Nature if you want to try to get the exact kind of nature out of something, or if, yeah, Arcana if you want to just experience its magic, uh, or History if you want to see if you've ever actually come across one of these before. Oh, I'll try that one. Okay. And uh, um, on which one was this one? History. On the, I think it's on the choker. On the choker, on the choker yeah. Um, you you can you can, um, you you can't quite sense the magic necessarily in it, but you're pretty sure that you've seen similar kinds of things. Um, and to the best of your knowledge, this would be, this would be a, a, what's called a, um, the sh- a sharp choker. Uh, and if as, as a bonus action the choker probably could whip out and slice things within about a 15 foot radius before returning back to uh, its its normal size and everything that's pretty okay. awesome Vimaris tosses it to Burbage you're pretty sure yeah that's what that does and Burbage okay. isn't looking so it slaps him in the face ow <laughs> One of the sharp bits, like, kind of cuts you just a tiny bit there. Uh, do you, and that's why you should wear it. Do, do you know what that does? I explain it to them. Doesn't that seem like the type of thing that might be good for Stormbringer? I'm not good at fighting charity. <laughs> yes, so wait, how does it work? You You wear it, and blades come out of it? And then it becomes incredibly pokey, and then it's less pokey. <laughs> pokey. What do you think, Stormbringer? I mean, yeah, I like sharp things. <laughs> I toss it. I toss it to Stormbringer. All right. Okay. Um, and Vimeris, if you wouldn't. Oh, wait. Does this require attunement to work? It would. Yes. I have a negative one modifier. Can I still attune to one thing? Absolutely. Or yeah. nothing. Okay. No. Yeah, one thing is fine. I don't think your I don't think your shield required attunement. It didn't. Yeah, okay. missile deflection. What were you going to say, Charity? Get, if possible, do you think I might try to use that wand? Oh, absolutely. And I hand it over to Charity. Um, and then I would actually try to attune to it. Excellent. Uh, so, so you kind of meditate for a second uh, and are holding the wand just right in front of you. Um, and as you're focused on the arcane energies of this thing, you can feel a bit of the nature magic 
sort of wash over you and it calms you just a very little bit. Um, you feel yourself almost rooted to your place sitting there. And then something starts to happen with your fingers. They feel a bit numb. And you look down as your right hand, uh, almost like the fingerprint has turned to wood. And then it starts to spread up your fingers. It's completely now your, your middle finger is wood and it's starting to be very, very painful. You really don't think that uh, this is a good thing. Uh, is he taking damage? Can I disengage from this in any way? You can throw it. Yeah, you can throw it down. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, like. yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem to stop. Now the ring finger begins to stiffen and start oh to turn a bit to wood. Do I feel... Uh, so, two questions. Yes. One, I feel this is a bad thing. This is very, very bad. And two, do I think lesser restoration could help? Yeah, yep. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Uh, like, guys, guys, prop. Do you prop, want me to break the wand, um, Charity? No, not right now. So I will cast lesser restoration on myself. All right. The, uh, yeah, so it stops all of a sudden. It stops spreading, and you're just able to start to bend your fingers again uh, though your ring finger and your middle finger seem to have now completely been turned to wood though but he can bend them? are able to bend them, yes oh, it would appear to be booby trapped <laughs> Just so you caught it quick enough where it didn't spread up your hand, so you don't think anything actual damage is done. Uh, though you're really worried that two of your fingers are now wood and you feel nothing at all in them. Is but he attuned to it now? You No, you're not attuned. <laughs> yeah, that seemed like a failure. Yeah, that seemed. Uh, have I ever heard of this? Is this something that maybe a druid could help with? Uh, perhaps. Do you want to attune to it? Oh, no, not at all. I was talking about <laughs> the, the wooden fingers. I just oh, want to um, be wooden. You're not exactly sure. No. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and Charity, I'm just going to put the wand in your uh, in your inventory for now. Oh. Yeah, Not no, in the I'm, inventory in the, in I'm your just journal. immediately gonna. I'm yeah, maybe you. Well, you're you're more you're more nature magicy, Vimers. Here you go. Uh, I do not want it. Do not hand that to me. Do you want me to break it? Uh, no. Are you sure? It seems like a jerk. Well, okay. Ask Charity. Charity, do you want me to break it? I'm not sure that's a good idea either. We could burn it. I've seen you start fires. Let's let's have a team vote. <laughs> right. I vote breaking it. It seems like a jerk. I abstain. Burbage. Um, yeah, I mean, my inclination would be to break it, but what if we need it to help turn Charity's fingers back into normal tiefling fingers? Okay, I vote That's to keep it. Point. So your vote 
will be the deciding factor, Burbage. All right, yeah, let's... Wait, you voted for what? To keep it. <laughs> yeah. To not break it. I mean, again, Stormbringer, I love how you always want to break things. I do, too. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I like <laughs> seeing you break things. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot in me right now that really wants to see you break this wand. Yeah! But... Stop hyping her up! I'm, I'm fighting, I'm fighting that urge in me to try to make a level-headed vote in this situation. And I think we should hang on to it. And, uh, you know, yeah, just keep an eye out for an opportunity to help our pal Charity here with his wooden fingers. How you doing over there, Charity? <laughs> I'm he seems just fine. contenting myself with the knowledge that his soul is being pulled apart inch by inch <laughs> every second for eternity. So who wants to attune to the uh, choker? Yeah, I totally will. <laughs> Unless someone tells me not to. <laughs> All right, so you put the no, choker on. No, no, no. And you just... I would actually be... Charity would actually be screaming no as but soon as you mentioned Charity, it. Charity is backing up. Charity Vermeeris said it was... He said he knew what it was. I thought I knew what the wand was. Uh, Clearly was wrong. I'm going to take the choker from Stormbringer and I'm going to jump up onto the bed and just, like, hold it up in the air. Well, that's not so. Like at my head height. <laughs> yeah, like a lower than her head height. <laughs> She's yeah. looking down on you. I take it, guys. Guys, have you ever? Uh, I think we did the wrong thing by taking this box out of the poisoner's basement. Is it just me? This is bad. It, we should, it does appear to be bad. Yeah. We should put these things back in the box and just. Not yeah. open the box again. And could, smash the box? We could, and then go get breakfast. No. We could also go back to that uh, store that bought magical items from us. They seem to have a way of identifying them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then maybe they could help us out. That's a good idea. And then I can attune and to the choker? If... If they don't seem useful, we could sell them off so we have a bit of extra coin before the trip. If they do seem useful, well, that way we know. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That sounds that you are a very reasonable, reasonable charity. I'm glad you're so reasonable, charity. Sit there looking at my fingers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you then will travel back up to Arcana Alley. Uh, steering clear of... I'm also going to uh, turn to... Oh, that's you might want to be a cat for this part. Oh, actually, uh, I'll turn into a desert rat, and I want to be helped by someone. You can Aww. be on, in on my shoulder, in my pack, or something. Yeah, in a satchel and yeah. something. Yeah, you're in my yeah. pack then. So I'm, I'm totally rat mode. All right, rat mode. Squeak, squeak, squeak. So yeah, we'll okay. go into. Uh, and did you want to go into Bonafide Arcana? Yeah, that's that's where I'd I seen the guy like apparently cast Identify or something very similar to it, right? Okay. Like he yeah. seemed to know what that item was. 
Right. Yeah, you walk in and you hear just a little bit of a ding. Uh, and then uh, out from the back comes one of the brothers. Oh, yes. Uh, greetings. How are you? What did you bring me today? Uh, we had found a couple of items which I believe might be magical and I wanted to see if you would be interested in acquiring them. Oh, let me see. Put it on the counter. Yep, so I'll put the... First I'll put the wand out. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is interesting. It is magical. Yes, yes. I could tell you what it does for 20 gold pieces. Um, and I'll pop the other the other one up and say, perhaps uh, you could tell us what both do for 30? Oh, I like what you're trying to do here. But I am a businessman. True, but if they are not something that we end up needing, you will have the opportunity to buy them. Oh, well, if you're looking to sell them, I cannot uh, say no to such a deal. Yes, uh, 30 gold, and I will tell you what they both do. Hooray, charity's broke now. I can pay for it. I'm not going to spend my gold on anything else for a while. All right. Okay. <laughs> Charity is not broke anymore. <laughs> All right, Stormbringer, yeah, you put the gold on the table. Uh, you see him do several sort of incantations over these. As he's um, this doing the first time them, you've seen him really do I'm also, magic. But, I'm also going to do a, yeah. a very quietly just guidance on myself. Excellent. Okay. Uh, and he comes up and he says, oh, my. Uh, and he looks at the choker and he says, this is a interesting, very powerful magic item. You will put it on your neck and it can expand and whip around and slice up your enemies. Or your friends, depending on uh, what kind of night you are having. And then he does the same to the wand. And he says... Oh, oh my, this is a this is a beautiful magic item. It is a wand of entangle. It uh, you point it at the enemy, the groots grow up from the ground and they uh, wrap around him and they hold him in place until you kill them. It's beautiful items, very beautiful. And if you do not want them, I would take them off your hands. Wait, wait, but how do you yes. use that thing without turning into roots yourself? Well, you pointed at uh, a bad person. Charity, I'm gonna, I'm, were you pointing that wand at yourself while you were attuning to it? No. Why, what happened when you were attuning to the... I, I wave at him with my wooden fingers. He, like, steps back and says, No, 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 there's no, this is very... Oh, no, sorry. Uh, the, and he, he grabs um, a large... Um, purple cloth from underneath the table and he wraps up the wand in it and he hands it back. He says, this is, that sounds like a cursed item. I do not deal with uh, cursed items. No, no. Do you, do you know how to get curses off of items? Uh, this is something you would ask a priest. No, not me. Uh, get it out of here. I don't even want to be seen in, in my establishment. Uh, do you not, could you not detect the curse and thus are you sure that the choker isn't cursed? I am. I am not sure. I th if you receive these from the same person, I would get your money back right away. These are very, very bad things. I I could not see past the enchantment at the curse underneath it. 
It is high-level magic. Very bad. Huh. Well, at least his soul is being torn apart every second of every day for the rest of time. Okay, that's creepy, but uh, please get out of my place. Just as a question, do you know yes. anyone right in the area, perhaps Moxie, that might be able to do something about the fingers? About what? My fingers. Mildly uh, inconvenient. This is, no, this is something you should ask some about, someone else about. I do not know anyone. Okay. That is, uh, you're praying to gods at that point to restore fingers. I don't, I don't deal with this. Thank you for your help. Yes. Yeah. So I should attune to the choker? No. No, Stormbringer. Were you listening at all? Let's get out he, of here. Kind of. All right. Yeah. You exit out of his place. Priests, priests. Do we know any priests? None that I want to talk to. Ponway is a priest. Kind of. Squeak, 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 squeak. I think the rat is trying to say something. Squeak? (laughs) Uh, Did did you, um, when you transformed, was the uh, sigil, uh, did you have that on the outside? How big is it? It was oh, big it's enough to go around your neck. So it was, or oh, yeah, it was quite small. The sigil okay. itself is quite small. Like a, a rat yeah. could pretty easily hold it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I transformed and it was on the ground. And yeah, like my little you hands, I grabbed it. You would have had a hard time like walking with it, but if you were in my pack anyway, yeah, you wouldn't have had a problem. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm still just squeaking at you. Okay. I'm going to message you. Um, do you have something you want to share? Oh, oh, right. This thing. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to agree with Stormbringer about Ponway. Hmm. He is kind of a priest. I'm not sure we're going to be able to see him since we're heading out right now. Well, I guess, I mean, you're you're fine, right? Except your fingers are wood. Do I feel like it's going to affect anything? No, there are no metagame. There's no stats that would affect any. And it's not like affecting my dexterity. I could cast spells, nope. et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Yep. You can, you can absolutely bend it almost as if it was real. You just can't feel anything in those two. Neat. Neither would. Um... <laughs> So we'll just hope we run into a priest on the caravan. Or when we get where we're going. Yeah, to that place we're going. Bavalia? Yes. Yeah, there. So I I would be uh, probably fine. Uh, The one thing that... uh, charity would do uh, either as we're heading out or yes. would have done. Uh, I'm not entirely sure on where the timing of this is. Um, yeah. I would pass uh, basically when I passed my notes around to the Sandkeepers yes. and my agents in the Sandkeepers quarter um, I would have said to them that they should listen for any news of Foley and his okay. location 
They should not attempt to interact. They should not ask questions. Just listen if something came Excellent. up. And the same for pale spiders. Okay. Um, so they're at least sort of gathering information, but I want them to do it like very, very safely. I don't want them, you Excellent. know, asking around or anything. Right. So there, there was a letter that was sent around the Sandkeeper quarters, um, as well as uh, the River Slums, I believe, and I believe Burbage sent it around the River Slums. Yeah, we his replaced his well, his mark. His right. Mm-hmm. Would you like? Would one of you like to read the letter? Yeah, I can do that to the stream so that they can get in on that. Once I scroll back up to it. Oh, dear God. Okay. Uh, so, uh, sent around to the members of the Sandkeeper's Quarter uh, was my family and I have ensured that the poisoner will no longer threaten you or yours. Take care of each other and remember that there are others who care about your safety and your concerns. Be well, the family. Underneath that was a small sigil that Charity has used uh, among some of the Sandkeepers that have helped him with things in the past. So mm-hmm. it would be recognizable to a small group of people, but not to it's not like signing his name. Not right. even everyone in the Sandkeeper quarter would have known that. But the people he handed it to knew and then were probably verbally passing on that this was Charity in that group that others may have seen him with. Uh, Burbage, I believe, did put a similar mark beneath the family uh, for passing around the river slums. Yeah, mine was uh, just like a small um, picture of a like a little penis. (laughs) Which everyone knows is Burbage's symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually can 100% buy that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there um, yeah, so what would you like to do? Uh, And if you're heading toward the caravan, is there anything left to do in town before you go or anything you'd like to get started while you're gone if that makes sense um i would want to queue up sort of that information gathering um outside of that i don't think i do i would probably have also met with um alia to go over sort of notes for my current patients excellent just to comment on like okay this is what to do blah 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 do not send them to waxwords or anyone near waxwords <laughs> curse his name in your prayers every night uh, will do will do all right um th- did uh, I, I assume stormbringer and vimeris never really checked out of the blue fort inn uh, no, I never dead went back. Body in never her went room. back. I assume. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Just wrapping up some things. Um, all right. So with that, if you want to, uh, you can head up toward Locktown and uh, meet with Tellywood Tyne. Sort of sitting there, staring at my wooden fingers. <sighs> so I'm still inside the satchel, and you just hear my voice. Are we finally leaving Federo? Yeah, we're leaving Federo. Oh, phew. I'm going to message to the other to the other two. He's excited. Or just I'm just going to say he's excited. We're leaving. Aren't we all pretty much always like a road trip. (laughs) So as you um, as you get to the gates, uh, then up here, 
you see that there are several guards there, and they've been now sh- uh, pushing people back from the doors. Oh my um, god, why? And uh, they're trying to close, then, the gates. Uh, and these gates are very large, heavy wooden gates with iron bars on them. Um, and then the walls go up about 25 to 30 feet up. Uh, it's it's very impressive, though these gates have hardly ever been closed. You can see that they're having to dig out a lot of sand uh, in the path of these doors trying to close them. Uh, and they are sort of pushing people back and shoving people back and saying, I'm sorry, there's no one in to die. You can try again tomorrow. Uh, and then you kind of get up and are asking to leave outside the gates. Uh, and that seems to be no problem at all. They don't mind that. Uh, it seems like they're only keeping people from coming in at the moment. I'm going to sort of go to someone who looks not like they're necessarily in charge, but certainly, you know, might have a little more information about it among the guards. Yes. And be like, um, excuse me, sir. Th- thank you for uh, facilitating our exit on this caravan. But why are you closing the gates? Oh, I'm sorry. High orders. Uh, it, it just uh, Ponway, when he told us to head this way, hadn't mentioned anything about the gates closing. Oh, he's one of them that signed it. Oh. We're closing the gates for the moment. Uh, do you have any idea of when you might be reopening them? Uh, try again tomorrow. I'm inside the city. Well, you, you look like you were leaving. I'm sorry. Well, yes, but I'm not tri- Okay. Um, at this, Charity's just going to kind of be like, okay. And uh, rejoin the others. All right. Uh, and then uh, several people were coming in hoping to kind of trade some goods today. Uh, and they're starting to kind of spit and yell at the guards as the guards are closing the gate behind you. Then, And you sort of look at your last few moments looking down on the Federo and the sunlit city seems to be gleaming and very beautiful. Uh, especially compared to Locktown, which is this area right outside the gates. Um, you immediately are looking around and you see you see a very different kind of people. It's not that these people are poor, though they certainly are, um, but they are they are simply different. You see more tieflings out here. You see orcs, you see kobolds um, that are carrying uh, supplies. Uh, this is... A, a large demographic of the city that is remained sort of separated from a lot of people. It's not the typical human, orc, dwarf, halfling variety that you normally see within the city walls. Um, and certainly it's a bit rougher out here as well. The streets are not paved. Uh, there are cobblestone at best. Um, and you sort of look back as the doors are closing onto kind of a generally safe environment uh, that you're leaving behind. (laughs) (laughs) Though it only looks that way in appearance. That's the funniest Mm -hmm. thing you've ever said. And as the gates gates shut completely, uh, it just, everything feels just a bit colder (laughs) out here. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but you were, uh, you're supposed to um, kind of go up the road a little bit to um, Moonabee's Camels. 
uh, and that's where you're supposed to meet Tellywood Tyne. And even now, uh, you can see down the street there's a small caravan forming. And that's where like uh, our our wagon and our mules and stuff were. Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. The wagon and the mules that you've uh, and a lot of the supplies that you've are ordered have been delivered here. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Is there like sort of a little side alley right next to me here? Uh, there is. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of quickly step into it and uh, say. You might want to stop being a rat now. And Vimeris, uh comes out of the bag and he transforms and the sigil drops to the ground and he drops to the ground. Like, it's just dusty, so he gets up real quickly and he dusts himself off and picks up the <laughs> sigil. Now he's very noble again. Excellent. Um, No one saw that. I'm just going to shake my head. Won't say anything. Uh, however, I might suggest, and at this, I'm going to sort of, you know, shift my pack on my back. Uh, and you're going to see me hold my quarterstaff for just a second. Um, and then, uh, cast Shillelagh. Oh, right. That's only one minute. Uh, but uh, still, yeah. it's ready that way. I'm like, yeah, right. it seems you're like a bit of a, some dangerous. it seems like a bit of a rough area. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because as you're approaching the uh, uh, the caravan, um, you see a scuffle up ahead, uh, and dust has been kicked up, and you hear some voices uh, shouting, uh, and then you see uh, you see kind of a, a large hobgoblin uh, just. Flung, flung outside of the dust of this area uh, onto the ground, uh, and the dust sort of parts. And you see, um, well, Darcy, would you like to describe Hakari standing there, all proud, having just thrown a hobgoblin out of her midst? Sure. Um, Hakari is a tiefling. Um, you her horns she sort of files them off so they're a little hard to see but she has bright red hair and um some fangs when she's smiling and right now she's smiling i'm smiling like her hobgoblin out um you can see the a tattoo of a red spider on her i think it's her right shoulder on my right shoulder i guess Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so behind Hakari, as the dust has has now sort of gone aside, um, you see a a rather old woman, uh, and this you recognize as Tellywood Tyne, um. She she's obviously seen battle. Uh, she has a scar on her cheek that reaches down to the tip of her chin. Uh, her voice is gruff uh, yet commanding, uh, and uh, even in her advanced age, there's something about her that feels fierce. Uh, and standing alongside this tiefling, um, there are two women you don't necessarily want to uh, mess with. Uh, and she claps uh, Hakari on the shoulder and says, Oh, that's a girl. I was hoping you would uh, be useful already. 
And about that point, you are sort of all striding up as the hobgoblin is running away uh, at this point. And uh, she looks over at you folks uh, and says, yeah, what can I do for you? We were sent by Ponway. Oh, you're the group. I didn't know there'd be four of you. That's that's a lot. Um. Okay, well, uh, you're going to be with Akari here. You're going to be on... Uh, your main detail is going to be uh, guarding the caravan itself. Um, I mean, I assume Ponway explained what I needed. Does Ponway ever explain anything? Oh, that's true. He didn't even tell you that there were four. I was going to say, I, Absolutely. you didn't know there were four of us. He just told us, hey, there's this caravan that I can get you into that will get you where you need to go. That was about it. Oh, that daft old man. He's... Uh, I, I told daft him that like I needed more... I told him I needed more security on the caravan. And uh, well, uh, well, do you mind? I mean, it's not a hard job. Everyone has their own guard, essentially, but if experience has taught me anything, it's that they will only uh, defend their own wagon. They won't defend the entire caravan, and that becomes very, very dangerous in the long run. I I don't see why that's a problem. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, excellent. And then this is your wagon, and she motions over to the wagon and mules that were delivered. Uh, yes, I believe so. Oh, excellent. Um, well, just a couple more hours then, and we're probably going to head out. Um, it's a little late in today, but we can still get a little bit done before uh, nightfall, and uh, I think it would be wise. Uh, I'm probably going to immediately shuffle over to the wagon and um, uh, activate detect magic and just make sure that nothing seems to have been placed there that shouldn't yeah. be and also possibly ask for like Burbage's help in investigating it to make sure that no one's okay. tampered with it in any way. How um how much time do we have? She said a leave? couple hours. Yeah, I yeah, know a couple of hours, but so two? Right. Yeah. Okay. 21 on the investigation. I guess it's only a short rest. Yeah. Okay. I need four for my meditation. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, as you're uh, as you're looking this over, Hakari, you uh, you walk up to them. Uh, this is the other security detail that was promised. Uh, so the five of you pretty much uh, are in charge of the entire security of the caravan. Uh, as I notice her walking up, I'll sort of uh, wave and bow slightly. Hello. Stormbringer's going to clap Hikari on the shoulder and say, Hello, I'm going to help you guard the caravan. Are you a charity like the other tiefling? Am I a charity? No. Yes. It's my oh. name. <laughs> no. No. No, no. I'm laughing a lot. I'm just kind of laughing to myself quietly as I'm watching well, all of you. I'm a Stormbringer. What's your name? Hikari. I'm a Hikari. I don't know what that means. In, in, the, in the background, you're going to see Charity nodding. Best way to deal with that. <laughs> but I'll Maris figure out what it means. It means I am what I am. Oh. If uh, that clears anything up. 
yeah. The Stormbringer's just staring at you, kind of confused, but smiling. Mm-hmm. Vimeris, uh, your insight is telling you um, this isn't super a person to be trusted, but she looks very capable. I That's kind of your like initial reading. Yeah, I'm just kind of glaring. Okay. Um, I'm going to sort of quietly say to Stormbringer, not everyone's name designates their function. Technically speaking, mine doesn't. But Well, no, that doesn't make sense, Charity. Everyone's what? name is about things they've done. What in the hell does it mean to Burbage? <laughs> I don't know, but I've been trying to figure it out. It kind of sounds like a vegetable, but I don't think he likes vegetables. I bet vegetables. it's something you could pickle. Sometimes. That would explain oh. the scent. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably it. He had Stormbringer to, he had really to escape excited. a pickling. Also, sometimes I get real burpy, like when I drink too much. <laughs> anyway, hi, Hakari. I'm Burbage Kemp. I like your hair and your spider tattoo. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I am greeting. I am smiling at you a lot. I like, yeah. I like Ooh. hearing the other people drink a lot. I like that. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I do drink a lot. Speaking of which, guys, I have some spiced rum, and I think we should all take a sip in preparation for our journey. That sounds good. Is it? Is it that stuff that kept making the bartender choke when he was pouring it? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, awesome. The stuff yeah. that he said that he thought about putting in the storm, but decided that the spontaneous combustion wasn't the goal? Indeed. Stormbringer just yeah. looks really excited at this because you mentioned the storm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a quick swig of it, Andy, and I'm gonna pass it okay. to uh whoever wants to take it off my hands. I'll I'll take it and take a quick drink. Alright. I have my own cup out. I'll pour some in Hikari's cup for her. You know, I have right. no idea where it came from, but I suddenly have a mug. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to quickly cast resistance on myself and then take a quick nip of it. Okay. <laughs> and hand it over to Vimeris. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> all right. But for, Vimeris, for... <laughs> we're all having some. Vimeris, the mm, family. Peer pressure. <laughs> He sighs and he takes a quick swig. All right, you now, Vamaris, get this, get the understanding of why everyone grimaced immediately when they took a drink of this. It is a spiced rum, sort of, but the spice is curry, and the rum is essentially paint thinner. Uh, it has a giant <laughs> bite what, to it. What did you give me? <laughs> Oh, man. It has a kick to it, doesn't it? (laughs) Why? I'm going to clap him really hard on the back because I think he's choking. So I knock him really hard on the back. And then I actually start choking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking a second drink. (laughs) Um, I I have full tears in my eyes. I'm just like... (laughs) Hikari, give me a constitution saving throw with that second drink. Okie dokie. <laughs> there was a reason that I cast resistance on myself. I wasn't sure if it was going to take two. 
I love how we accepted positions as security detail and immediately started drinking. Yeah. <laughs> We're not on the job. God. Yeah, we have two hours. And now we're into, like, mall cop level Sorry, of uh, car caravan security. Yeah. We're all sitting there, like, <laughs> riding little magical segways. <laughs> uh, I love it. So we have our wagon. Uh, we, we have our barrel tucked yeah. away in the wagon. And I had done a, I had done the investigation check on it, Andy, um, before we talked yes. to the Hikari. The 21 yep. didn't look like it had been tampered with. Everything looked like it was there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Oh, you are, you like grin and bear it as well, but you are actually quite ill <laughs> with this. <laughs> you don't throw up or anything, but you're like, oh, that one, that one what, hurt a little bit. What time of day is it? Uh, it's about four in the afternoon. Okay, so no candles are out, any, no lights are out. No, no, no. no. Um, so some of the unlocked doors and shutters on a few of the, where are we? Just a few of the buildings. All of a sudden start going, yeah. nip, 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 like they need open and shut. I love it. You can't, re- when you start to get drunk, you can't quite control your thaumaturgy. No, I can't. I love it. Well, when I get I'm gonna, and Any of them that were closed that are now like left open or any of them that are in a different position from where they started, um, yeah. Charity is going to very quietly thaumaturgy and pull them back, back to where they were. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm going to kind of jump up onto the back of the wagon and like put my my arm around Hikari and be like, yeah, that's a, that was a good second drink you did there. So uh, can we trust you? Hikari, are you... <laughs> Are you a good person? I don't know. You you like being locked in rooms? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Charity's going to... Sure. Of course you can trust me. Yeah, but what's that thing you said about being locked in rooms? That was kind of weird. Huh? I know. I'm drunk. Uh, immediately on the, yeah, you can trust me. I The, the locked in a room, honestly, but inside 13 on... Uh, yeah. It appears it appears that's that's fairly true. That that while you're on her good side, you can trust her. Uh, the run of the mill average person, perhaps not. Hmm. But she seems to be liking you enough that, yeah, she seems like a decent ally at the moment. I'm gonna just. There's gonna be a um, uh, a quick message in. Uh, Vimeris's head yeah. of one, can we both agree we never drink that again? Two, let's try to stay on her good side, but watch her a little. I just I just quietly nod to myself. Excellent. Uh, and you've checked over the wagon uh, really well at this point. There's nothing out of the ordinary. Everything seems to be above board. Um, everything seems to be tied up and ready to go. Uh and so another hour kind of passes before it's about four thirty to five at this a, point. A short restish hour. Uh, sure. Yeah, short rest would be Whee! fine. I had to yeah. cast less to rest, less restoration. Oh, remember? you did. <laughs> uh, and Tellywood Tyne uh, says, uh, "Look, there's a small inn uh, that I think we can get to today if we just go. Um, we're certainly not going to be welcome back in the city tonight." Um, Do you and, know anything well, about Locktown that? Is a, Locktown is not as uh, friendly as perhaps the open road is. So maybe we just get on our way and everyone seems to be in agreement with this. 
De- hey, Deli, uh, right now. Deli, oh, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, why'd they lock down the city? Look, I don't know. Every once in a while, they they just do something with the city that feels weird. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Charity's just slow blinking at this. Okay. Like, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think much of it. I wouldn't worry. It's what? Sorry. Uh, it checks out with me. I'm not worried. That makes sense. Yeah. So at this point, you you're seeing about seven other carts and, and wagons in this caravan, other than yours, um, that have now lined up and are starting out uh, on this road. And something then weird sort of happens. You get that weird cold wind again. Um, and the sky has now overcast uh, in the last like hour and as you're leaving Fidero um, it does begin to snow slightly Stormbringer is like like she looks like a kid on Christmas she's so excited to see snow again she's like kind of like jumping up and down and shaking charity a little which is more than a little because she's bigger than she thinks she is and going oh my god charity snow I'm only vaguely acquainted with the concept and may have a concussion I like how charity became a muppet oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the rest of you are fairly unnerved that it began snowing in the desert however it is now behind you. I'm unnerved that I'm seeing like four of everything for a minute. <laughs> but this this isn't the first time in this story yeah. that it's snowed here, right? Is it, you saw a couple of flakes like a week ago. But this is like and a heavy snow. This is this is like uh, it's light, but it is snowing. Okay. Like this is actual forecast yes. would say snow <laughs> it has now gotten noticeably colder mm. uh, and, and as the wind is blowing kind of at your backs so we can see our breath now you can see your breath yeah okay wrap self more heavily in travelers very clothes. weird in the desert it does feel weird um so the but the caravan has started moving it has yes cool So the way we go. (laughs) (laughs) So you've now um, you've now taken your place kind of at the end of the caravan here. Hikari uh, has her own um, has her own horse and is riding right beside you guys. Um, You feel that you could sort of put yourself anywhere in the midst of the caravan that you'd like, Um, but. Uh, but right now you're sort of in the back if that makes sense um, and you're looking around and you're the caravan itself again is about seven other carts besides you um, Tellywood is in the very very first one uh, and you see orcs in this caravan uh, dwarves, halflings elves um, there you see someone fly in uh, on these big brown wings uh, and so some, someone at the front of the caravan is in a karkra, which is like a bird person. Uh, it is, certainly is a very diverse group of people, um, as you've now set out uh, on your way. 
Uh, and you have probably another three or four hours on the road uh, until you get to where Tellywood was uh, talking about initially. What would you like to do? Um, Vimera, can you go first? Okay. Uh, first things first is the barrel that's with us. I'm going to go ahead and fill it with 10 gallons of water. Clean water. Beautiful. All right. And I'm going to, if I haven't already, wash that awful taste out of my mouth. All right. And that's, I'm just chilling next to my barrel of water. Awesome. I love it. Uh, Do I feel like it would be possible for me to sort of move alongside the caravan? Um, Yeah. Like without moving my entire cart. But right, you don't want to travel too much, but you can like run and catch up a little bit, and, uh, and mainly I just want to sort of move my way along and check to see who like numbers of people on each of them, and I'm also going to have detect magic right. up the entire time. Um, Interesting. So okay. that I want to be able to again within the rules of detect magic know where the magical items are. So I'd probably sure. only bring myself like up to equal with the first cart and then work my way back okay yeah so kind of put yourself where you'd like to be um any of you uh i assume someone's driving the cart but however however you want to place yourself uh and then now i'll kind of tell you uh what you see as you uh, approach that cart we didn't discuss this who has the highest animal handling among us uh i don't but i can drive the cart Almost certainly you. Oh, I would it's, guess it's wisdom but... based. So I'm at a plus two on it. And metagame, metagame charity certainly okay. seems capable of handling animals, but yeah. <laughs> um, and he would probably okay. actually have said like, I'll drive part of the time. But uh, and uh, message wise, he'd be messaging this to you. I'll I'll drive part or most of the time, but I just want to quickly check the caravan and see what I can see, especially with regard to magical properties. Uh, Burbage, you want to come with me? You're always on the lookout for trapdoors, easy marks, that sort of thing. Is it still snowing out here? It's not. It, it seems to uh, have stopped uh, and, and is kind of centered around Federo. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll join you, Charity, sure. Feel free so, to move. Uh, yeah, do you uh, and then Hakari, what are you doing? Is it is it dark out? Like what? No, no, no. It's about five thirty. Still light. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I am going to connect. Can you what? I'm sorry. I lost her. I'm like. Sorry. Can I just make my way up there? Is that good? Sorry. <laughs> Better know it's fine. It's good. I just found the thing that I was supposed to be talking into. I was talking okay. to the wrong <laughs> thing. Um. So can I just kind of make my way, like, kind of go up one side of the caravan and then kind of, like, go back around? Just sort of, like, kind of keep... Yeah, you're just sort of just barely, like, of- looking around. Yeah. I'm just kind of going in and out, just kind of like, I don't know, All right. singing. Cool. I'm yeah, just humming or whatever. If something grabs your attention, yeah, if something grabs your attention, just stop me. Let me know that you want to, like, 
kind of look a little harder yeah. essentially at it. Okay. That sounds a lot better, Darcy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was talking into a random little piece of plastic that looks exactly the same. <laughs> that is just a piece of plastic. It's all good. Um, all right. So Burberry and Charity and Hakari, as you're passing this first caravan, uh, you see two very kind, smiling uh, faces. They kind of give you a wave um, as you're as you're going by them. Uh, this is a, a small family of Furbolg. Uh, and in the back of their wagon, you could see lots of cooking supplies. And immediately already you can smell um, some dinner cooking. So this must be kind of the main food uh, wagon of the caravan in this uh, family of Furbolg uh, are the cooks, you would, you would guess. Uh, and they seem very happy, and they're just kind of waving at you as you go by. I'll sort of smile and bow at them as I go by. Yeah, very nice. They're like, they're giant, right? They're pretty big, yeah. yeah they're they're Stormbringer-sized. Yeah, they're Stormbringer-sized kind of gray cool. skin they have large floppy ears uh and kind of purplish hair as they as they go by um hakari you ride up to a guard um a beautiful female guard who's dressed in um not necessarily be- like pristine armor but uh because it's a little battle worn but but uh, hearty armor she's wearing really nice stuff um and she kind of gives you a, a, a you know sideways glance as you are riding by her. She seems to be guarding uh, this wagon right here, which is filled with three elves um, who are sort of brandishing their weapons uh, and are trying to exclaim loudly uh, that they are the adventuring party um, called let me check my notes they are the adventuring party called the big work uh, and uh, there's one riding on a horse uh, beside them as well and they're uh, one of them singing a song about one of their exploits uh, and and it was uh, how they how they found the ghost of this one square and killed it and that sort of thing Okay, can I roll my eyes online? <laughs> you can. And then the uh, the woman writing next to them uh, rolls her eyes with you and kind of smiles. Hmm. I don't know what I think about that, so I just keep moving. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also remember, Andy, I, I still have yeah. detect magic up. So if there's any do. non-shielded yeah. magical items, just um, let me know. Oh, Roburn, uh, you did get a sense that Roburn has uh, some magical effect on her. Okay. So the guard, who seems to be yes. a hired guard, maybe, like not part of this yes. group. Okay. Right. She's human. She's definitely not a part of the group and looks much better armed <laughs> than this group. Okay. Wait. So these guys uh, seem a little, a little, uh, Young or Derby. a little, uh, yeah, a little, <laughs> a, a little inexperienced, shall we say? Yeah, I'm gonna sort of lean over to Burbage once I'm pretty sure you know we're out of earshot and pass them. I bet yeah. they die first. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I'm not saving them. Yeah. Amateur uh, hour. <laughs> yeah, the woman seems like a, just a different class, and it seems like she's been hired to guard the carry event. Yeah. So you were um, sorry, really quick. You were saying. Yeah. That who has a magical effect over who else? 
Uh, she has a magical effect on herself. I can't hear you. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. This person has a magical effect on themselves. Yes. Yeah. On themselves. Thank There's you. some kind of magic affecting them. We're not sure. Got what. it. I just got confused in between the no problem. people. Thank you. Yeah. Um, as you're uh, going up uh, to here, this seems like another hired guard riding alongside a, a main area, and he seems really like a veteran, just gruff, uh, riding an armored horse um, at the moment. Uh, and then something very unnerving is catching your eye as uh, if you've ever met an ASMR, uh, this would be one of them. These sort of beautiful, angelic beings that are riding and staring ahead. But Charity and Burbage, as you kind of come into their view, they both turn their heads in sync and have this gigantic smile on their faces. They don't say or move in any other way. They just are smiling, staring at you. Um, yeah. Oh, that's uh, creepy. They are both Azamar, uh, which are these kind of angelic-like beings, and so they're beautiful. Uh, and, and the woman seems to have kind of a tattoo, like on her chin, kind of going down her neck. Um, uh, but and then the male just looks like a male who's beautiful. Uh, and then as you're passing the, the veteran in Gruff, he he's like, well, this is uh, this is Mr. and Mrs. I well, don't really know their names, but they're paying me well. So they don't talk much. Uh, if you ever got a question for them, you ask uh, you ask old Driffin here. Driffin? That's my name. Yeah, Driffin. Oh. Sorry, I'm taking notes. Um, I'll, Charity will sort of smile yeah. and bow slightly. It's a pleasure to meet you, Driffin and Mr. and Mrs. Uh, very quietly to Driffin. Do they always smile like that? Uh, well, no, not always. But uh, <laughs> they seem to like you, so. Oh, um, good. As you're walking then kind of further ahead of them, they're just staring straight at you. They're not even looking at the horses anymore. At me or at us? Uh, at both of you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Both of you and Burbage. Not charity. Burbage. Charity. No, don't be impolite. We need to. We, here, follow my lead. I'm not the I'm one who's staring. To, I'm going to try to. Uh, I think we should smile back at them the same way. <laughs> let's turn. Let's face forward. And then on the count of three, let's smile real big and then turn our heads to the left. All right? Okay. One, two, Three smile, smile bigger, bigger. Is this uh, enough? To match your smile, if not, if not yeah. getting a little too big, almost to the point where this is starting to they, hurt. They don't, you don't feel like their muscles should be able to reach that far around. And charity, they are both also uh, un, have some sort of magical effect on them. No, really? Yes. The, Indeed. The Shining Twins riding a cart have a magical effect on them? Akari <laughs> <laughs> yep. has a question. Yes. Um, you said that the woman has a tattoo? Yes. Can I tell what it is? Uh, yeah, give me a perception check to see if you can get a better understanding of it. Okie dokie. 
Well, and I assume you would tell all of this Burbage and Charity to everyone else. So oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. assume yeah, 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 Vimeris yeah. and Stormbringer can... Yeah, Vimeris and Stormbringer are going to... Actually, them, so. technically yeah. speaking... Just a second. hear all about this. Yeah. Uh, up until here, they've been hearing about this as we've been going along. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. At least Vimeris has, uh, and then he can relate. Excellent. Uh, and that was due again until... Because of the sigils that you have and that are wearing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Hikari, yeah, actually, you can. Uh, she sort of, um, as she's turning her neck to look at Burbage and, and <laughs> Charity, uh, you you see that it's kind of a, almost a tribal, uh, kind of turtle tattoo, almost on her. Hmm. Okay. And then Curi- I was just curious yeah. about that. You um, you come to this. Uh, there's a a. a a camel tied up to this cart as well as the two camels that are pulling it. Um, and there's a dwarf in the back who's sort of rummaging around uh, something and, and kind of puts down the the cloth uh, as he uh, as he sees you approaching. Uh, and then the hired guard for this seems to be also driving uh, and as well, and that's a human guard. Um, and the the dwarf looks a little furtive. He he's like trying to maybe keep something under wraps as you guys are walking by, uh, kind of looking at him. Uh, he gives you like a stern little nod, but that's about it. I'm gonna I'm um, going to smile, not not like the creepy twins, and just <laughs> right. sort of again this light bow as as we're walking. All right. Um, then you walk up to. Uh, the orc cart. Uh, there is a gruff and very large orc uh, walking alongside the cart. Um, not that there's not room on the cart. There's plenty of room. It's a very large cart. Uh, he just seems to prefer traveling by foot. Uh, and he's giving you kind of a, a stern, almost evil eye as you're kind of coming up to the to the cart. Um and then Hikari, on, on your side, um, there's a younger orc um, uh, female who uh, who sort of runs over to the edge of the cart as you're driving by and, and kind of waves at you as you're uh, as you're riding on, up toward her. Okay, I wave back. She opens her hand, and a, a bit of dust sort of sand and dust kind of swirl in her hand and then uh, swirl over underneath the horse's feet um, by you and then she smiles and kind of goes back to sitting down in the cart okay (laughs) nothing happens (laughs) then Burbage and Charity nothing happens to the horse and then what nothing happens to horse nope oh no no nothing at all yeah horse the name of your horse is horse I forgot Yes. I'm uh, tired of charity. having possession. <laughs> Indeed. You uh you come up on a hooded figure riding a camel uh that's laden down with some some bags. Um and Burbage, you seem to recognize this person first. Um it's your good pal Meepus. Oh my gosh. And he looks from underneath his cloak and he does a double take and then he goes, oh fuck. 
Oh, buddy, old pal. Oh, I'm God going on? I'm going to look Hi, at him. guys. Like, is the dryad in the camel? Look, I, I don't. No, 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 no. There's not. No. Look, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what? What? No, that's all we have to talk about is what happened to that crazy ship of yours. Look, no, I don't no. have. I don't have the ship right now anymore. Um, Did you guys break up? Uh, look, can we just not? Can we just not? Can we oh, just hey, ride and I get where we're going? You should, you should give him. You should give him a sip of your drink. Comfort Mepis, him. Mepis. Yeah. Yeah. I, what? I know. Listen, I know what it's like. You know. You know. I had, I had a thing with with her too. And the last time I saw her, she, I had that ship for like twenty was, years, man. Yeah. Oh, that's long. <sighs> that's. That's serious. Wait, wait. Was she it? wasn't on it the whole time, but yeah, was it? No, 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 no right. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked her up. It was just a, a normal ship for most of that time. Yeah, but it was mine. You know, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, dryads, man. Dryads. Fucking yeah. dryads. You want a drink of my my rum? I'm gonna offer him my flask. Uh, yeah, you seem to be hitting on the same wavelength here. He'll go ahead and give you a, a sip of the rum and then spits it out and goes, fuck you, I hate you. <laughs> you oh, Mephis, come on. Yeah. You don't come like on. it. No, and he like kind of tosses your flask back to you. And I'm, I'm from behind him and we say, to be fair, I think he actually enjoys that. Yeah, I like it. But that's because I'm not... Yeah. I'm not a loser like you. Oh, I love it every time Mikas is in a storm. God. God, yeah, I just... Can we, I'm, I'm just going to look at him and be like, I'm sorry. I'm going to sort of uh, walk closer so I can like try to tap him and uh, yeah. cast resistance on him. Be like, um, if you feel sick from the drink at all, this might help. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. Can I'll just let's never talk again. Thank you. Hey, in all seriousness, though, pal. Good luck. You know, yeah. everything's gonna be fine. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Oh God. <laughs> he like slows down. And is kind of. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com, or follow us on Twitter, at HelpfulGoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch, where we are Helpful Goat, or on YouTube, at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us.